Tonight, we put aside all of the policy fights in Washington, D.C. You've been hearing about with the fake news and all of that. We're going to put that... We're going to put that aside. And instead, we're going to talk about success, about how all of you amazing young scouts can achieve your dreams. What to think of what I've been thinking about. You want to achieve your dreams? I said, who the hell wants to speak about politics when I'm in front of the Boy Scouts, right? Boy Scout values are American values. And great Boy Scouts become great, great Americans. As the Scout law says, a Scout is trustworthy, loyal. We could use some more loyalty, I will tell you. Yeah, this is... This is a lot of people. Turn those cameras back there, please. That is so incredible. By the way, what do you think the chances are that this incredible, massive crowd, record setting, is going to be shown on television tonight? One percent or zero? The fake media will say, President Trump spoke, and you know what this is. President Trump spoke before a small crowd of Boy Scouts today. That's some, that is some crowd. Fake media, fake news. By the way, just a question. Did President Obama ever come to a jamboree? Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Hey, uh, Nick, just a question for you. Did President yeah. Biden ever go to a jamboree? <laughs> I, I'm sure he didn't get the same turnout as uh, President Trump did. Look at this sure. crowd. <laughs> Look at this crowd. Who the Look hell wants to talk about politics in front of the Boy Scouts? <laughs> Meanwhile, literally every commercial that I hear is uh, lawyers saying, don't forget the deadline is approaching to sue the Boy Scouts who are in bankruptcy for child abuse. So if you were abused as a member of the Boy Scouts, you must file your claim. That is literally like every radio <laughs> you, you ad. Eight, you get a check for 18 cents. <laughs> right. You got a better chance of getting the Comcast settlement for making your internet slow. You know what I mean? My internet should be faster. Yeah, I had to suffer years of abuse at the result of the <laughs> Scoutmaster. Glad we're on equal footing. Uh, what a way to start off uh, episode 185 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, Nick. Uh, I don't know what comes to your mind when you hear the number 185, but it seems like a, a nice number. Anything yeah, in particular? it does. It does. There's certainly nothing offensive about 185, right? No. It seems like a Van Halen album, even though it wasn't. Uh, let's dive right in. We got to go rapid fire through this, so not a lot of fluff, a little bit of substance, okay? So I'm going to ask you this question, Nick, okay? Are elephants excellent swimmers, or do they sink? They're excellent swimmers. Nick is correct, folks. Elephants are excellent swimmers. Buoyant elephants as well. The water. Oh, they can yes, float. You... 
for hours. Did you know? Up to six hours they can float. Yeah, you wouldn't think it look at first at first look, but uh, elephants love the water. Love the water. It's kind of a prerequisite, I guess, if you're going to live in Africa. Yeah, you got to uh, get away from a lot of things. If you want the yeah, but it's also got to be like refreshing to get in the water. Yes, you would think. <laughs> that's <laughs> if by refreshing you mean all day, every day. That's the only way you could survive. Then yes, I would say that is correct. All right, what in uh, the world of general knowledge do you have on this, the 185th episode of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast? For the 185th episode of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, with my first selection, I will choose to ask you, name any three Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals that have been turned into films, and I will give you an extra 10 points. Oh, God. If you can name the first Andrew Lloyd Webber musical that was turned into a movie. So it's a tough bonus question, but I think you can get the first part. You did spend some time, I know, going to the theater. I did. I'm so bad with this. It's like identifying what did he do. Oh, God. For some reason, did he do Cats? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, He did Cats. So there's one. I mean, that was turned into a movie. If you I mean, he was the king that. of broad. He was the king of Broadway at one point in our lives. Yeah, where... no, there's, there's no question. Um, there's no question. So, I just don't want to sound like a fool with attributing things like Phantom to him, but I think he did Phantom for some reason. You got, you got it. Phantom is him. Okay, so, yep. um, but that's not the first. It's not the first, but you got two for the for, first. Just get your points here. You got one more to get the the third. Andrew Lloyd Webber musical turned into a movie. If you get your three, then you can identify, you know, that you can take a shot. I'm telling you, the bonus one is tough. So, Getting this third one is tough. I just, I think if you think of the three biggest musicals of this time at the same time in Broadway, you can get it. Hmm. So what's better than Cats right, besides so- everything? Uh, yeah, so I uh, so I, I give you your ten points there because you got two Andrew Lloyd musicals um, that will turn into movies. The third one, the first one is tough, but I I, I will give you a clue because I will give the clue to the audience. Uh, what nineteen seventy three musical was the first Andrew Lloyd Webber musical turned into a movie? Oof. Hello, Dolly. Cabaret. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's Jesus Christ Superstar. I had no chance at that. I had yeah, no dude, chance I, at that. Do you even know what that's about? Like, you've heard of that, right? Yeah, of course. It, it's amazing though. It's just never even come across my radar. Like, I couldn't even tell you the first thing of what that's about. Uh, it's a musical about the death of Jesus, dude. Okay, so it's like a rock opera. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't the evil Romans and the conspiring, you know, priests and whatever else. I think it's been around almost 50 years. I don't think I ever heard, like, one song off of it. I but... saw Passion of the Christ. I, that oh, was not, a, not an easy watch. Worst date night of my life. I mean, I, not <laughs> yeah. the date I was on, but just... That's the... a Seinfeld episode right there, man. That's the Catholic <laughs> oh, version of a Seinfeld episode when they went to Schindler's <laughs> List. 
It's they got caught destroyed, fooling around during Schindler's weekend, List. Man. Friday night, six o'clock, head over to the theater. Friday night, catch a little passion to the Christ. <laughs> Girl looks good, getting ready to rock. And what are we gonna see? Passion of the Christ. Yeah, it's a bummer. Of a, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> that's a it's a good way to put it. It's a bummer. Um, that, it just didn't look like a fun time to be alive at all. You know what I mean? Like, whatever it is you were doing back then, whoever you were listening to. All right, let's get to uh, – I have two great sports questions, so I want to get them both. So I'll give you one, then you okay. give me one, then I'll give you the second. You ready? Go. There's only one man ever to beat Mike Tyson twice. The only man to beat Mike Tyson twice. twice. Okay. Besides I'm- me and Punch-Out. And, and several other people many times, um, which Mike um, always said is the first thing people always said to him when they meet him. I used to beat you in punch out. He'd be like, you want you, to you want to try now? No, he was not, not easy to beat. He's not easy to beat. Um, all right. So you had to dodge and then get one little hit in and you had to dodge. I feel like I'm going to get I, I really like this question and I feel like I'm going to get it wrong, but I'm going to guess Evander Holyfield. It is correct. Evander yes. Holyfield. It's almost a trick question because everybody remembers Buster Douglas, and they're like, "Oh, that, you know." But no, no, no. The only man to beat him twice was uh, Evander Holyfield, who also was the only man to have part of his ear digested by Mike Tyson. So that's nice. Yeah. The, the funny thing about Buster Douglas too is I'm not sure he ever won a fight again after that. He didn't need to. You <laughs> remember? Like you remember Tyson, him and a slew of guys you swiftly. will never remember. You know, my favorite was Butterbean. Remember yeah. Craig Etrish? Butterbean? Of course. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you have for me in sports? I'll give you my last one, then we'll move on to geography history. Uh, true or false? Mookie Betts got his nickname because his parents idolized Mookie Wilson. False. That's true or false? That is false. You got it. How did he get his nickname? They idolized Mookie Blaylock. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how old we are. <laughs> Mookie Playlock. That's how old we are. Oh my god. That's insane. Who in the I figured who in the world idolized Mookie Wilson but <laughs> let alone Mookie Playlock. You gotta be kidding me. Right. I'm not sure I was gonna get you on that. Especially because if you know anything about uh Mookie Betts's dad, he was actually a baseball player. So it makes it even more odd. But they were big fans of uh, Mookie Playlock when he was a kid. They started calling him Mookie. Oh, that's funny. All right, let's move on to my sports question. Uh, Nick, who is the shortest person to win the NBA scoring title? The shortest person to win the NBA James scoring title. James Harden. James Harden. He's like six foot seven and a half. Is he that tall? He's tall. How tall? Let's let's see. Let's see how tall James Harden is. I didn't know he was over six six. What is he listed as? He's six five two twenty. Okay, six five. There you go. That, that's what I had him at. Uh, so six five is not tall. Uh, somebody's taller than that, huh? Shorter. Uh, oh, Allen Iverson. There you go. Ah, it's ah. ironically that's the answer. Literally, get it? Cause oh yeah, because he's the answer. Name's the answer. Uh, all right, geography, history, Nick. Uh, anything to get to besides that you want to talk about in sports world? Or are we we good moving on? Watch yeah, sports, folks. Yeah. 
Let's move. Go listen to the Atlantic City Fantasy Sports Podcast. Type in Atlantic City Fantasy Sports, acfantasysports.com, and you can hear Nick and I talk an hour about fantasy sports, so we don't do it all during the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. So really, it's making both things longer as opposed to one thing shorter. Um, uh, What you got for me in geography history? What state's postal code is part of Sigmund Freud's human personality? What state's postal code, the postal abbreviation for what state, is part of Sigmund Freud's human Idaho. personality? Yeah, you got it. The id. The id, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I was that. like, it took me a minute for a second because my brain didn't go to Sigmund Freud. My brain went to um, uh, Isaac Newton for some reason. For some reason, when I hear Sigmund Freud, I think of Isaac Newton, and the reverse of that is true sometimes. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 Freud, German. Uh, yeah, yeah, the id, the ego, the superego. Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's better than that? Um, all right. Uh, give you this geography history question, Nick. Uh, who sits at the world famous Resolute Desk? Who sits at the world famous Resolute Desk? Yes. So it's world famous. Uh, I'll say the U.S. president. All over that, you'd never even yes. heard of the thing. I, I never heard of it, no. But when I, what is, as I was saying to myself, I'm like, what's a famous desk? I, I couldn't get off of right. Who, who could sit at a famous desk besides the U.S.? I mean, like, I can't name a second person that would, you know. But it's uh, the president's desk is made from the USS Resolute, which was a warship. Wow. Yeah. So it is a famous desk. It's called the Resolute Desk. Over under uh, Donald Trump leaving the Resolute Desk on January 20th. Voluntarily or involuntarily? (laughs) I think he will be leaving it. The question is voluntarily or involuntary. So far, there has been no court granting him anything. They have all been like, no, 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 no. So, like, if he gets it up to the Supreme Court, he's got to get something past certain things first. You know what I mean? Like... Right. The Supreme Court's not taking a federal case unless Georgia Supreme Court first settles it and says no. So he can he's going to have to appeal those by state first before right. it'll even get there. I I don't think there I don't think it's going to happen. I was thinking, like if I was him and I woke up yesterday, I would have been like, "Oh um, my god. I'm so good. I'm so done. I can't wait to go back <laughs> like, to golfing like, every day." Like, the relief like you did it. You're done. Go let them fix all these problems. Hey, you know, oh, listen, you had a you had a nice showing too, second time around. You know what I mean? With everybody Absolutely. hated you, you lost by a hair. Hair. <laughs> like with everybody being like, like, "You're a Nazi. You're a there's monster." No, there's nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, you got three Supreme Go Court home. justices as your legacy. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, home. yeah. You, I don't know. They pointed like a thousand federal judges. So I'm playing golf today with a smile on. It's like 75 degrees. Right. In there's, New like, there's, <laughs> there's like there's like there's like 20 percent of the population that likes you, and of famous people, there's like six. So you can just go with Scott Bayo sometimes and. You know uh, uh, who's who, who's who's his Kanye West and and uh, was Antonio Banderas or, or was it Lorenzo Lamas or one of those guys? Right, you know, some somebody like I'm not that. even saying the right one. Pretty much any actor that supported Trump hasn't worked. In Ricardo Montalban. So. You know, I don't know who it is, but there's somebody out there that's super interested in golfing with you and meeting a former president. It's it's a lot funnier. He's a lot more uh, you know hilarious as a not president now. Trust right. me. 
Like it's not as it's not as funny when people are dying left and right and they're just like literal just, you know, off the cusp. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not his problem anymore. No. Go seventy six years old. Go it, My enjoy. suspicion is we're not gonna see biting tweeting at 3 o'clock in the morning about what Fox News has on at that exact moment. I don't know why they have him out there giving speeches at 8.30 at night. Like, that dude should be in bed. <laughs> it's 8.30 what are you at doing night? rolling him out dude. for a victory speech at 9 o'clock? What Seriously. was it, 8.30 last? I don't know. It but, Nick, I'll tell you, it's, you know, for me, <laughs> me personally, it's quite weird because I had two guys running for president of the United States, and one of them was my undergraduate, and one of them was my master's. So, whichever school won... Uh, and now you and I have both attended a university that uh, a president of the United States went to, which is a big yeah. prestigious uh, uplift for any school. Yeah, I think it would be a big bump for Syracuse's. Uh, oh, there's no question it will. Prestige. Be. Oh, there's no. There, it has to be. Like, think of how few schools there actually are that have produced a president. Even like Barack Obama, where did he go? Like Harvard, Chicago. <laughs> Well, oh, University no, of Chicago. Law, but University yeah, yeah. of Chicago. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, the, it wasn't like he was, you know, uh, from Illinois. You know what I mean? Or, or a state school. Like, I can't think of, has there ever been a state school president? Or are they all Princeton, Yale, Harvard? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, my, Miami of Ohio had a president. Yeah. I, like, well, once you get to the 1800s, that's a different animal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if you go down the list, there's got to be a very, very short list of schools that have had a president. Do you know president. where Kamala Harris went? Ooh. I don't. Yeah, because actually Syracuse was probably the least prestigious university that a vice president had been. <laughs> now that it, now we have a president there. Because when you see them, you know, it's a sort of a boys club of uh, the Ivy Leagues. You oh, throw some Stanford's yeah. in there. Yeah, exactly. So let's see. What did... Uh... I know she went to University of California for her law degree. I'm trying to think of where she went. I forget where she went for undergrad. Let's see. I can tell you. Uh, She's from Oakland. I know that. Oh, she went to Howard University in Washington, D.C. That's pretty awesome. It's funny because I was just thinking, like, even, you know, Obama went to these traditionally old white schools, but, like, a great school like Howard when have they produced somebody? So that's that's amazing uh, statistic. Yeah, and then University of uh, California, uh, Berkeley for law school. Yep. So cool. yeah, that's yeah. Look, I like the diversity. You know what I'm saying? I like more schools getting in the mix. It shouldn't all be like these bone skull and bones. No, that was one of the things I couldn't stand about the Supreme Court. I remember growing up looking at the Supreme Court. And I'm like, there's nine justices in the Supreme Court that have gone to three colleges total. It's, like, it's not exactly no. representing the diversity of America in its highest court. Correct. <laughs> um, all right, so you ready to move on to entertainment, or do you have anything? I am. Okay. Let's get it going. Uh, go for you it. You first, you first. Uh, I have one good one, so if you want to go first, right, go then, first, then you could end. What married couple played Fred and Daphne in the live-action Scooby-Doo film? This is a married couple. Oh. That pulled off Fred and Daphne in the live Scooby Doo. I want to say, wasn't Freddie Prince Jr.? Yes, it was. It was Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, my God. TTFPJ. Oh, well, at least I know what I'm playing as a closing song. <laughs> that, that's what I figured. 
Let's let's cue that up while I'm thinking about this. They're getting to be like a uh, they're getting to be like Hollywood's oldest couple at this point, right? I mean, like oldest, uh, longest couple. So is he married to Sarah Michelle Geller? Yeah, but I believe you pronounce it differently. Gelet? Galar. Galar? Yeah, I think so. No, I I, I say Sarah Michelle Geller, like Ross <laughs> I know, Geller. But I I think she corrects people, and it's actually Galar. Like, well, Miller well, is so much better. Michelle Trubisky <laughs> does not agree with you. Um, all right, that's a good one. I like that. So just remind me that, that our closing song is TTFJ. I already have it cute. So uh, for those of you who don't know what that means, it is a song by a band called Perpetual Groove that Nick and I are big fans of, which you should check out because they are truly amazing. And uh, the song is called Tribute to Freddie Prince Jr. or TTFPJ. Um, he's so sensitive. He's so sensitive. Uh, <laughs> don't get to hear it at the end. Don't ruin, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I'm going to ask you this question. What network featured an Apollo rocket launch when it took air for the first time? What network? Yes, network. Nova. What's that? Nova? Is that a network? Television network. Oh, that was a show, Nova. Am I am I understanding you correctly? Yes. Like you, you want a television network? Yes, television network. National Geographic. That's an excellent guess. Oh no, it's Discovery. That's also an excellent guess. <laughs> oh jeez. And they're both wrong. Oh yes. You know what it is? I do not. It is MTV. The first uh, image of MTV launching uh, was the Apollo rocket ship. You know why? Because it was royalty-free. So uh, that's why the moon landing statue is the MTV Movie Awards. That's what You know, I, I always associate that with MTV, and I never knew the reason behind that. Well, isn't that what we do on the Quizzo Trivia podcast, Nick? That very that thing? <laughs> that very thing? Yeah, because the Moon Man is the what they give away as the award. It's the Moon Man. It's because it's the, the Apollo launch was the first image shown. They did a three, two, one countdown Apollo launch, and then the videos. Uh, that's awesome. Yep, because it they didn't have is to that pay available for it. on YouTube. That opening, uh, that MTV opening. Absolutely, everything like is available that. on YouTube, Nick. Everything. All right, what do you have for me? Final I have a word. Twenty pointer for the final question here for you. This was one I didn't I didn't know the second part. I can't believe I didn't. But anyway, we'll start off with this one. Can you name the first a cappella song to go number one? This is a two part question. The first part is what was the first a cappella song to go to number one? And then I'll give you an extra ten points if you could tell me the movie that that single was released in conjunction with. Oh dear God. I'm, I have a guess at both, but I I might be wrong on one or the other. But my guess is Bobby McFerrin's "Don't Worry, Be Happy." All right, absolutely, you nailed the ten points. You got the song. Is it well from? Is, is it the from first Cocktail? Song, number one. Now I didn't. Yeah, you got it. It was released in conjunction with Cocktail, which I I don't know why I didn't know that. But it's my favorite. One of my favorite were, movies, and not only yes, is that on it, movie. but you know, Kokomo by the Beach Boys is on it. But right. it also has. Um, just it's a killer soundtrack. 
It's a killer soundtrack. Now, you know the thing about McFerrin is he plays every sound on that with his body. And and they're all separate tracks. And um, if you've ever – you want to YouTube something really incredible, he does this interactive thing with like a – ironically, a Harvard audience or something. He's doing like a Harvard school thing. And he gets the whole crowd to start making a noise in conjunction, and he turns the whole crowd into his instrument. It's unbelievable. Like, you'd think that's, oh, that sounds cute. Not the way he does it. When you hear how he orchestrates it, it's, like, absolutely mind-boggling. So that guy is an utter genius. Um, Also, I have no second guess. I can't name a single other acapella song that is hit number one. That's what I'm hoping the audience will get the 10 points for coming up with the song, and then you get the bonus if you can cocktail, tie it man. together. That cocktail cocktail and Dreams, dude. What a movie that is. <laughs> I love Coughlin's Law. Yes. Yeah, I am. I am great if you, underrated movie if, characters of all time. If you want to, in my mind, what was my pinnacle, like, formative movie as a young teenager, because, A, I was already in love with Elizabeth Shue. I believe we've talked about the Elizabeth Shue thing multiple times, right? Sure. So this was the hottest, in my mind, she ever was. I just, I I loved her character, the rich girl's daughter out on the Caribbean, socialite in New York City. Like, that spoke to me. (laughs) You know what I mean? But wants to be with the bad boy and doesn't care about the money. You know, loved everything about that. Um I, I love the islands, right? I'm a, I'm obsessed with the islands and, and the tropical weather and that kind of lifestyle and everything else. Always have been, which is why I live so close to the water. I don't know why I didn't just move to the tropics, but it's you know not exploding with opportunity. Um, and, you know, that movie definitely was the first peak I had into it, right? Really the first peak I had into it. And and then just generally speaking, like the good vibes of a bar scene and, and everything else, like what was better than cocktails and dreams at the end, that scene. You know what I mean? Didn't you just want to live that guy's life? Absolutely. Yeah, so now I don't feel like uh, playing TTFBJ. <laughs> now I feel like playing <laughs> the cocktail soundtrack. Do you want to, Did you ever know the other songs that are on this? So we give them 30 minutes and not 20 Oh, yeah, six. yeah. No, I I mean, I've I've heard... Uh, I, I own the soundtrack. It's a classic. Yeah, I own the tape. So Little Richard's Tutti Frutti is on it. Robert Palmer's Addicted to Love is on it. The Big Bopper, Chantilly Lace, one of the all-time greats right there. Hippie Hippie Shake by the Georgia Satellites, who, of course, are famous. Yeah, I remember that one, of course. Love that. Uh, The Fabulous Thunderbirds, who I love as a band. Powerful stuff. All Shook Up by Roy Rye Cooter. Uh, Original Sin, Thinking Out Loud. Kokomo. That's the sound of the islands right there. Everybody thinks of Jimmy Buffett, but... Ry Cooter is the real sound of the Oh, man, no question about that. And that's like a great version of an Elvis song. Obviously, you got Bobby McFerrin, Magic Moment, Buddy Holly, Rave On, which is one of my all-time favorites. This is the first time I ever heard Big Bopper and Buddy Holly, you know, which they put both of them on there. And then When Will I Be Loved by the Everly Brothers, an essential, essential sensual by Wayne Rollin Brothers. So that's, you know. Dude, that's that's something else. So what of this? And of course, wild again. Go make yourself a cocktail and listen to the soundtrack. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but what do you want to hear? I'll I'll play one song for you out of this this magic mix to end episode one eighty five on a high note. 
uh, on a high note, see, I was going to go with Ride Cooter, but I'm not sure that that's the high note you're looking for. I don't care. It's fine. If it's the sound of the islands and nobody's heard it, that's what we're going for. Let's do All Shook Up. All right. All right 185 in the books. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.